the college basketball experience conference USA season preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash only at PropSwap. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. You can download that for free in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is my team, Cleese, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it rock. Welcome. Welcome to the College Basketball Experience Conference USA season preview. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. But no one touches Dundee. And we are talking Conference USA basketball. Hey, what's not to like? Actually, you know what? Cue up. Wait, where do we be? A week away from college basketball. Give me the Dundee music. This is the Conference USA. Yes. I mean, Western Kentucky. The Hilltoppers. They've had a rich tradition of winning. They've had success. How about Marshall? Remember when they beat Wichita State a couple years ago in the tournament? Louisiana Tech. They're a good school. They won at Ohio State not that long ago. UAB, Andy Enfield's got things going there. I mean, overall, it's just a good basketball conference. Southern Miss, I remember them being good back in the days of. Back in the days of a little Clarence Weatherspoon. Nah, they made the tournament more recently than that, but still, they're a good school. UTEP's had success. Take you all the way back to the days of Tim Hardaway and Antonio Davis. Even though that wasn't the Conference USA. Um, but yeah, North Texas last year. Look no further than that. The Mean Green grabbing a NCAA tournament win just right off the gates and uh, taking down, what was it, the Purdue Boilermakers, if memory serves me correct? Conference USA has been a rich uh, school, you know, a rich. Uh, yeah, it's changed a lot through the years, but it's been a rich conference throughout it all. I would say, you know, yes, and it's and by the way, it's going to be changing a lot in the coming years because breaking down these teams, you know, Charlotte, the first team we're going to start off with, they're in the AAC now. We'll go one by one talking these teams. Um, but look, if you're a first time listener to the college uh, basketball experience, make sure you subscribe because we handicap it all. We talk it all. We're previewing every single conference in all of college basketball. So check it out. 
and tell a friend. Also subscribe to the college football experience feed, two different feeds. And we talk college football year round over there. Yes. We met, we talk at all conference USA. We love both in football and in basketball, the conference USA. So if you're, like I said, if you haven't listened to this show, uh, we go alphabetically breaking down every single team in college basketball well, in each conference. And then at the end, we'll give out uh, our order as, as far as who do we think um, will win the conference essentially. So that would be from the gate. We're going to go out the gate. I should say, if I could talk, we're going to go with the Charlotte 49ers, Charlotte. It's an interesting time to be a Charlotte 49er fan because they were once what in the a 10, they come up there in the, uh, the, obviously the football program starts up and uh, you know, they have somewhat, this is a, a football program that just started from scratch. It was not one of these ones of like, Hey, we're starting uh, FCS here. Um, no, they they basically started from scratch. They they didn't have a program in D two or D three, but that was a, a main reason. Football is the the driving force behind this financially. So now they're jumping to the AAC because we know UCF, Houston, um, BYU, and Cincinnati will be joining the Big Twelve. So now the AAC. Yes, it loses some heavy hitters in football and basketball, but Charlotte's one of these schools where you feel like if Will Healy and football, you know, keeps it keeps it going, they're sitting on something nice. Basketball needs to fight. Back in the '90s, Charlotte was like a really good mid major in basketball. So um, if they can get it together, Ron Sanchez, there's opportunity here for you to uh, to get some things going with uh, the 49ers down there in Charlotte. So look, you look at this Charlotte team, by the way, and it's very 2021 transfers, transfers, transfers. Can that pay off? Yes. You're bringing back Jameer young. Who's an all conference player, 18 points a game, five boards, two and a half assists, one steal. The guy does it all. And then uh, you go out in the transfer portal and you land some, some players that I think can make you somewhat of a contender in the conference USA Clyde trap from Clemson, seven points, five and a half boards. That's a great get. And I think he's going to uh, have a, have a good year in the conference USA. So keep an eye on Clyde trap and also uh, Musa Musa hollow from Ohio state. That's a good get. I think, you know, he was getting, and then Robert Broswell with Syracuse. Sure. Those guys weren't lighting the, f- Lighting it on fire. Well, Trap was actually a, a key player for Clemson. The others, kind of uh, riding the bench, but but solid players. I think that can transition well to life in the Conference USA. They went out and also got Austin Butler from Holy Cross. He averaged sixteen points, eight in uh, almost nine boards a game uh, with Holy Cross with the Crusaders, and then they got Perry Francois from Texas A and M Corpus Christi, and once again. All these guys, with the exception of Broswell, fifth-year seniors. Francois comes in uh, with from Texas Corpus Christi, averaging uh, seven and a half points there. So, can some of these players mix with the? Uh, you are return, like I mentioned, Jameer Young, Jared Garcia. Circle his name. He's going to need to have a big year. Um, I would assume that it's either going to be Garcia. Maybe they go Bryce Williams starting. Bryce Williams about ten points a game, four boards a season ago. 
Um, they also have a fifth year senior in Marvin Cannon at the on the bench backup guard. Him, Jackson, Threadgill. It's going to be interesting to watch the the Forty ers as this season continues on because, or as the season you know goes on goes along because, I think this is a veteran team. Now I we haven't gone through every roster yet, obviously, but when you see, can they gel together? Can the transfers pay off? Because I can tell you this, they're experienced. They are certainly experienced, but are they experienced playing together with one another? Not really uh, because so many transfers have came in, but I'll tell you this. And by the way, I should have alluded to this earlier. I will go through the conference odds here. UAB minus one ten to win the thing. La Tech plus four fifty, uh, Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers plus seven hundred, Florida Atlantic, the Owls plus eight hundred, ODU plus uh, plus a thousand, Southern Miss plus two thousand, Charlotte plus twenty five hundred. So they have uh, Charlotte essentially coming in seventh. North Texas plus twenty five hundred, despite winning the conference a season ago. Marshall plus four thousand, Rice plus five thousand, um, UTEP plus five thousand, Middle Tennessee plus. Uh, 10,000. Wow. They've really middle Tennessee is another team that's had great success in the tournament beat Michigan state. Uh, what was that? Four, four or five years ago, UTSA plus 10,000 and the airport, Florida international plus 20,000. Um, I like this Charlotte team. If they, if they can develop to get, if they can, I mean, they're experienced. I worry about the front court. Your bigs, will they get eaten alive by the likes of UAB and Western Kentucky and, and La Tech? Probably. We got to figure that out. But I, I think they could be. They're going to be middle of the pack, and I think they could be if they can just get get some type of uh, front court play. It could be could be solid for Ron Sanchez's bunch. Next up, we will talk the Owls of Florida Atlantic. It's been it's been some time that I really feel like Florida Atlantic's been good. Um, they're coming off of a seven and five season, 13 and 10 overall. So winning season a year ago, but not great. I would say, but I do think improved and heading in the right direction for head coach, dusty may the backcourt. You got to love here. Brian Greenlee's back 10 points a game and also guard Michael Forrester back. Both those guys combined for 22 and a half points a game. And that's your bread and butter. Now, the rest of the roster, we need to figure out. Uh, Everett Winchester's back at the three spot, uh, six six uh, guard forward, fifth year senior. He's experienced. I like that. Uh, you know, coming back, those three guards actually, I think are, are what's going to drive this team to success. It's the bigs once again that I worry about. Butamba Baruti from East Carolina. This is a fifth year senior, average seven points a game at ECU. Can he contribute and up his game? And also Texas Tech transfer uh, Vlad- Vladislav Golden, a guy averaged one point nine uh, points a game down there in Lubbock. Can those? He's seven one. I think that just might help you by default. In a lot of the mid majors, it's hard to find height, um, so that might just help you by default. But I don't know. I mean, on the bench. Um, you got a Juco transfer bringing in a Brandon Weatherspoon, but the rest kind of key contributors from a year ago, Nicholas Boyd, Elijah Martin, John L Davis and Giancarlo Rosado. They're going to need to step it up. Um, mainly I, I, my, I think their season will make or break on the, the front court. 
very similar to Charlotte in a way. Charlotte has the transfers and the front court. Yes, FAU has a couple transfers, but I don't think it's as much as a problem as Charlotte's, or, or potentially a problem, depending if they play together. Well, it might work out. You know, the world is changing. College football and college basketball changing, and some of these recruits can make or break, or some of these transfers can make or break your season. I'm going to go ahead and say middle of the pack as well for Charlotte. I were uh, depth on the front court is an issue too, because after Baruti and golden it's uh Darden Capiti and uh, Capiti perhaps this is how you pronounce that. And Medal Nyang, those guys, I'm telling you, they got to get, and they got to stay healthy because they don't have a lot of depth there. So Florida Atlantic though, I do think they're middle of the pack. So I do think night in night out, they could be a team that could take down the best in the conference. So let's move over and talk about the airport. That is FIU Florida international head coach, Jeremy Ballard entering year three, nine and 17, a season ago, just two and 15 in the conference USA. That's not a good look. Now, this uh, team, they bring in a slew of transfers, three Juco transfers, Denver Jones, Daniel Parrish, and Victor Hart, as well as a Vanderbilt transfer in Clevin Brown, Cleavon Brown. It could be um, a Quinnipiac transfer in Seth Pinckney, uh, any relation to Ed Pinckney, but uh, he uh, was eight points, five boards. Uh, he's probably going to start for, for the uh, Panthers. Um and then a, a Maryland transferred in, in a Quan Smart, and maybe that one works out. You know, he was just a freshman at Maryland a season ago. Maybe that one works out, but returning player wise, gotta like the fact Tevin Brewer's back, the point guard, nine points a game. Redshirt, fifth year senior, four and a half assists, one steal. Him, Isaiah Banks, Eric Lovett are back, and Lovett, the the, lead, the leading return the returning leading scorer, ten point four points a game. Uh, Javante Hawkins on the bench, Dante Wilcox as well. There's a lot of new faces, some freshmen in there too. Uh, some mixed with some veterans, Peter Krikova, Krivokapic, Krivokapic. I'm probably butchering the fuck out of that. Um, I think this team's just got a ways to go, a ways to go. So I'm going to have FIU look, I think they'll probably be slightly improved. I, I think it's hard to go that be that bad in the conference USA year in year out. So I think maybe slightly improved, but this is a team with a long way to go. I'm going to have the Panthers uh, finishing in the basement of the conference USA. Next up, Louisiana tech, Carl Malone's alma mater. Um, this is a, a team that I thought was going to make the NCAA tournament a season ago. Didn't work out. Um, but they were, uh, they're a team that I think could really be a problem in the conference USA this year. You look at the, at the, the starting five that's projected. I think it's going to be really good. Uh, Kenneth Lofton is their uh, top uh, returning scorer from a season ago. He was just a freshman at 12 and a half point or 12.2 points a game, 7.5 boards. I think he's fantastic. I think he's only going to get better. You mix him on the front court with Isaiah Crawford. They're a little short, right? So that's the issue here. Will a team like Charlotte or a team like Florida Atlantic, who's got some height at the big man spot, 
although they don't necessarily have like skill, they're not lighting the world on fire as far as points go, but the height could be an issue. La tech though, both those bigs are just six, six and six, seven, but they combine for about 24 points a game, 12 boards, two steals. They get after it. Um, they're also bringing in incarnate word transfer. Keith, uh, Willis. This guy averaged 19 points a game with the Cardinals. He's going to, he's going to, he's penciling as a starter. I think he's going to make a difference. There's uh Kobe Williams is back at point guard, nine points a game. Um, same with Amori Archibald, 10 points a game. They basically have uh, four guys that are going to be starting that are double digit scorers and, and Kobe Williams being the fifth at just 8.6 points a game. So right there, almost five guys averaging double digits. They got options. The bench is concerning. They don't have a lot of experience on the bench. They're going transfer route. LaDamian Bradford. That's one that we need to circle from Texas A&M with buzz Williams coming in. He was just a freshman in, in a college station a season ago. Can he come in and make an impact because they're going to need some good bench play. David green, a transfer from Hofstra. Hofstra keeps a decent program there. Speedy Claxton. Now the head coach 3.1 points per game. That's going to be circle. Both those names. I think it's very vital to this team and also just the height your bench reserves. Cause if Lofton or Crawford get in foul trouble being that undersized, I think, uh, Circle the name Kenny Hunter on that bench. He's just a sophomore, freshman season, one point seven points a game, and Stacy Thomas, and and Will Allen, the freshman, because they're going to need someone to step up and, and play some minutes. This is an incredibly short team, but I do think this team can score. I think they're skilled. I think they're going to be a problem night in night out for most teams in the Conference USA, and I wouldn't be surprised if they won the Conference USA. Um, so the Bulldogs, if you're a fan down there in Ruston. I think you guys got a, a legit shot to win the the conference USA this year. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the college basketball experience conference USA season preview episode is brought to you by WinBet. ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from college football, college basketball, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and more. WinBet has some awesome brand new bonuses too. New users can bet one dollar and win a hundred on any sport. Plus, you can get up to fifteen hundred dollars as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of twenty dollars or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it two hundred percent. It means you throw down a hundred bucks, you'll get a $200 free bet. The max for that is 750, meaning they'll match it $1,500. They'll give you a $1,500 free bet. Uh, great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now. at WinBet from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Ready to play? Well, sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com to start winning today. All right. We are back and we are talking Marshall Thundering Herd. Dan D'Antoni, brother of Mark D'Antoni. Um, and just a couple of years ago, the Thundering Herd were causing havoc, upsetting Wichita State in the NCAA tournament team was like burying threes from like fucking half court. They were uh, just a filthy shooting team. Now they've had issues with transfers losing 
Jansen Williams losing Gerard West. Um, they do have a couple guys coming back for the extra year. I think that will help keep your eye out on Darius George, a, a super senior, six points a game. Wouldn't be surprised if he's in the starting lineup or uh, first man off the bench. Also, uh, Michael Byers, their big man, uh, eight and a half points a game. I think George and Byers will be key that they got those guys for an extra year of eligibility. But the real, uh, you know, excitement I would say from Thundering Herd fans is the return of Davion Kinsley, who averaged just shy of twenty points a game, six boards a season ago, three assists as well. Guy does it all. And Andrew Taylor, their point guard, redshirt junior, twelve points a game, six boards, four assists, one point two or one point five steals. That is getting it done all across the board. All across the board. Um, it's the other spots you kind of worry about inexperienced sophomore guard, Devin early. He might start. Um, he was just a freshman a season ago. Maybe he has a big year. Obviously they lost some, 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 some players via the transfer portal. Then uh, the six, eight sophomore, uh, big man, Obina O'Keely Keelan, probably butchering that name, but uh, he was just a freshman a year ago. Actually had a pretty decent freshman year, 5.8 points a game. And maybe he's the guy that steps up. Overall, I kind of like the starting five uh, projected. And then, like I said, Darius George, maybe he finds himself in that starting lineup. They also have a seven foot uh, backup uh, Goran Miladonovic that could be a key contributor here. Like I said, they got some, a little bit more height between him and the six ten Michael Byers. This, this is what I mean. La tech going up against them clear height advantage for the thundering herd. I know the, the sport's been changing. Small ball seems to be the way, but I do think there are times where you can just get beat by second chance opportunities. And perhaps this could happen here, but I, I like the starting five. I worry about the bench though. Um, especially uh, the, the guard play on the bench. Now maybe they could just work out a rotation between Taylor Ely and uh, or early and Kinsley where they're all you know, getting burned, uh, staying on the court. But um, I think Marshall though is in contention. I think Marshall is one of those teams that would not shock me if they uh, had a big year and, and end up coming up and, and winning the conference USA. I don't, do I think they will? I'm, I'm not picking them to win the conference USA. However, wouldn't shock me. What is that ticket at? What did I say it was at? It's at plus 4,000. Hey, might as well. Throw a little, throw a little down. Um, I mean, LaTeX plus four fifty. That's pretty damn good odds too. I might even take that. Uh, next up, let's talk about the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Kermit Davis is gone. He's at Ole Miss. He's been at Ole Miss for a while, but boy, did things fall apart after uh, after Kermit uh, left left Murfreesboro because the Blue Raiders have been just trending in the wrong direction the entire time. They've had a problem with the transfer portal as well. And it's just hard to believe that a team can fall that fast. Um, they, I mean, they, yeah, they got killed by the transfer portal. I, I don't even know what to make of this team. I think it's, I think it's actually going to be a pretty bad team, but they got a couple, they got three Juco transfers coming in that I don't know much about Justin Buford, Isaiah Turner, Cameron Weston. Maybe one of those pays off. They got a green Bay transfer and Josh Jefferson coming in. He was pretty darn good at green Bay, 15 points a game. So Jefferson and then Jalen, the return of uh, fifth year senior Jalen Jordan got to be it's the backcourt is all right. 
uh, front court I, I worry about. DeAndre Dishman is back, six points a game, fifth year senior. Jared Coleman Jones is going to be a guy that's going to need to step up, him or Christian Fussell. Um, I expect it to be Coleman Jones. And then you have Eli Lawrence, a junior, average five points a game. You get Donovan Sims, a fifth year senior on the bench. Maybe he starts. No, probably not, though, I would think. Um, and then uh, uh, some freshmen and a bunch of Juco transfers. I, it's hard to make uh, make out this team being very good. I think they're going to be uh, perhaps the worst team. Them are them in Florida international right now seem to be battling for uh, the worst team in the conference USA. Next up. Let's talk a little North Texas mean green. Um, this is a team, man, they were fun to watch last year. The mean green were really fun to watch. And I think uh, this team, yeah, you lost JV on Hamlet, Zachary Simmons and James Reese transferred out. So perhaps that's the, uh, the concern here, but Grant McCaskill's back and that guy can coach. All right. So, and they're joining, by the way, I didn't touch on this. <laughs> I forgot. So Charlotte, is going to be in the AAC. Same with Florida Atlantic FIU, the airport and a uh, lot tech seem to be staying in the conference USA. Currently Marshall is going is in the Sun Belt now after well in, in the next year or two middle Tennessee appears to be headed to the Mac North Texas is in the AAC old dominion in the Sun Belt uh, rice in the AAC UAB in the AAC Southern miss in the Sun Belt. UTSA in the AAC and Western Kentucky appears to be ha- uh, heading to the, uh, the Mac as well, but UTEP staying in there, La Tech, Florida international. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with everything, but uh, Grant McCaslin doing a great job, North Texas. And, and I think Thomas bell returns. This guy was a key player a year ago, 10 and a half bo- or points a game, six boards, 1.2 blocks and then getting Hamir right from Washington circle that one. I think that was a great get by McCaslin six points for uh, six points per game, four boards there. But I think this guy can play and I think he's going to have a good season in the, uh, in, in the uh, conference USA. Uh, they also brought in Rashid Brown from Texas A&M Corpus Christi, nine points, five boards there, a Juco transfer in Bryce Zephyr. I don't know how that will turn out, but uh and then Ty, uh, Tyler Perry, a, a Juco transfer as well that uh, they're excited about. Perhaps one of those Juco's can, can uh, make a difference. They return Mardez McBride, senior uh, two guard, uh, 7.6 points a game and Ruben Jones. Look, obviously this team's going to take a hit, but I think, I think they will be a solid. I think they're going to still contend for a conference USA championship. I really do. I think McCaslin's that good of a coach. And I think they'll find ways. And I like the additions the front court's great. It's the guard play that you worry about a little bit, but I like the front court. And I think, I think some of those transfers will pay off. So we'll see, but I like North Texas. I think they have decent odds to, uh, to, I mean, what, what did I say that was that? It was that plus 2,500. Why not? Why not sprinkle some there? Um, 
All right, folks. I want to tell you that the Conference USA College Basketball Previews brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing, and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series futures all season long. PropSwappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other betters like yourself. Use the promo code SGP and your first uh, on your first deposit, and PropSwap will double it up to five hundred dollars. Double the cash means double the odds, people. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time, so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just has to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Let's talk a little Old Dominion before they they run off to the... uh, what did I say? Sunbelt. They're headed to the Sunbelt. The Monarchs used to be in the CAA. They've had a, quite the journey to get to uh, where they'll be headed. Sunbelt. That was a football move because you got to think conference USA has been a better basketball conference than the Sunbelt of late. I mean, yeah, in general, they just have, but football drives uh, the, the real money. I mean, college basketball makes decent money, but college football makes way more. Um, and you look at uh, Jeff Jones, got to love Jeff Jones, man. He did a great job at uh, American prior to uh, ODU. And then he did a good job at Virginia back in the nineties with uh, Harold Dean and whatnot. Um, so I expect him to overachieve just based off this. I know they're, they're they take some hits. They had Malik Curry transfer. Uh, Joe Reese is gone. Transferred Xavier green. That hurts. Um, but we'll see. I mean, Jason Wade, one of their better, uh, better players suffered a torn ACL back in January. He, he's not going to be ready to go when the season starts, but I, I think in the middle of the season, he will join this team. And that's a huge player to get that will really make this team a lot better. 11 points a game, five and a half boards, 2.6 steals. So keep an eye out on that. Uh, come, come uh, conference USA tournament time. ODU might be a tough out. They were just in the tournament a couple years ago. Um, but you look at, at getting Charles Smith, the uh, from SMU, I think was a nice get in the transfer portal. You mix him. So I know out the gate right now you're thinking, okay, uh, they're not going to be as good, but I think come January when Jason Wade is back, when they're, when they're running with a lineup of Charles Smith, Jason Wade, AJ Oliver, the second at 10 points a game, uh, and then the 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 front court of uh, Makai Long and Kalu Zipe and Zipe he can play 10.3 points a game 6.7 boards it's not that long can't long's just a little more inexperienced we'll see but you're looking at a good starting five Jalen Hunter is also a key contributor 6.6 points a game 1.1 steals I I like the those I like that six right there. And then you add in CJ Kaiser from North Carolina central average 16.6 points a game. He might end up starting. This guy can play too. Uh, Austin trice, a reserve uh, six, seven guard forward fifth year, senior nine points a game, uh, six boards. So more of a forward I would say, but uh, yeah, Brady O'Connell also returning, and then you have a slew of freshmen in a JUCO transfer and Stephen Morris. I think ODU would probably overachieve. I think they're probably going to be uh, towards the front, especially once Wade comes back. Circle this first two months, they might struggle without Wade, but when he comes back, 
watch out for the Monarchs. I think the Monarchs might be, uh, I think they're going to be in the middle. I mean, the worst comes to worst middle of the pack. There's no way they're in the back of the conference USA unless chaos happens or something. I think the Monarchs, Jeff Jones, too good of a coach. He'll get things figured out and keep an eye out on the Monarchs. Uh, next up, we got the rice owls. Yes. Scott Perez bunch entering year five, coming off a six and 10 season in the conference USA 15 to 13 overall though. And they showed flashes last year. If you watched some rice basketball, I, at one point thought, Hey, this team's pretty good. I don't know. They just couldn't put it all together, but I tell you this, I like what they're bringing back. I really do. And the fact they landed Carl Pierre from UMass guy who averaged 13 points a game with the Minutemen, and Terrence McBride from Cornell averaged 13 points a game down at Cornell. You mix that in with his returning talent. I think the rice owls are a very dangerous team in the conference USA this year. They're bringing back Chris Mullins who averaged 10.4 points a game at the point guard spot a season ago, Travis Evie, 14 points a game, just, just under 14 point, uh, points a game. And uh, Quincy Olivari. And those three, Olivari's a beast. He, he was their lead scorer. 16.3 points a game, five boards. Those three are responsible essentially for 41 points a game. And then you have Cameron Sheffield, who was a, a freshman last year, but just 4.8 points a game, but he's going to step it up. And then Max Fielder, the, the big 6'11, 11.2 points a game, 8.8 boards, 3.5 assists. He could pass the rock as a big man. And then, like I said, McBride and Pierre, the transfers, you bringing back Riley Abercrombie, another big. Uh, Poteet is on that bench, and Jake Leipert. A couple freshmen you're breaking in. Call me crazy, but I think you, I, I think Rice is in contention to win the conference. I really believe that. I, I think they, this is a year they could really jump up. Keep an eye on the rice owls. Um, and then you have Southern miss the days of Southern miss there. They, when they had Larry Astoria, they ended up what making the, uh, the tournament. And then back in the nineties, they had some decent teams, but Southern miss has been one of these teams where you wonder, I think uh trajectory. What is Southern miss right now? Um, Jay Ladner's bunch. Now they, they were eight and 17 overall last year, four and 13 in the conference USA. He's entering year three. It's tough being a, a first year coach the year that COVID happens. And then you're trying so he's had his work cut out for him, but getting Isaiah Moore from St. John's was huge. I think him and Tay Hardy mixed with Tyler Stevenson at 14.7 boards a game and Jerron Pierre. I think you got four players that are very key. And I also think Deandre Pinckney on the bench at 8.2 points a game, you got five, five players that I think are legit. Now you got a Juco transfer, Waylon Knapper. That's supposed to be good coming in. We'll see how that shakes out. Rashad Bolden, the freshman. We'll see how that shakes out. Uh, Mo Arnold, a transfer from the Jacksonville dolphins, seven points a game down there. He was just a freshman a season ago. Maybe that one will pay off. I think Southern Miss is going to improve this year. I think they're going to have a winning record. I still think they're going to, they're, they're probably going to be middle of the pack conference USA, but I do think they are improved. Keep an eye out on the golden Eagles. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by BetQL tonight. Miss the biggest uh, sports headlines for the night before you ever wonder how that might impact this week's bets. Well, relive, relive 
the best in sports from the night before with BetQL tonight. BetQL tonight is a high energy live destination for casual and hardcore sports fans alike. It's engaging. It's polarizing and it's relevant. Get caught up in the sports betting world with, with a heavy dose of entertainment. Hosts Quentin Mayo and Ryan Horvat and Trista Crick are joined by on-site correspondents to bring you insider information in real time. Every detail matters when making bets. BetQL tonight dives deeper to help you give you the edge or to help give you the edge. If I could talk, it'd be great. It's fun to bet on the game and it's even more fun when you uh, got the inside scoop. So tune into BetQL tonight, listen on Odyssey, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. And while you're getting apps, you better get us the SGPN app. Cause that's what we're brought to you by it. All right. Brand new app in the app store, free to download in, in the Google play store, whatever you got. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right. Now we talk, I think one of the more interesting teams to watch in all of college basketball this year and shout out to my guy. Welcome to UAB because Andy Kennedy is doing a great, did I say Andy infield? I think I said Andy infield, the USC coach at the beginning of the show. I meant Andy Kennedy um, of you of UAB, the former Ole Miss coach. He is uh, I think sitting on a, a really nice roster. I mean, talk about winning the transfer portal too. I mean, what UAB has got going here, um, a couple Juco's coming in, Elijah Tate, 80 Dehu. I'm probably butchering that. Um, but mainly Jordan Walker from Tulane. That was a great get KJ Buffin from Ole Miss. Well, I can see the familiarity, but that those two were gigantic ads to a team that was already pretty nice. And also Jamal Johnson from Auburn. That was a great get at 9.4 points a game. Also Josh LeBlanc from LSU. I think he'll fit in nice Tyreek Locure from South Alabama. He had a great season a year ago. He'll fit in nice Justin Brown from, from USF. I really like what he did in the transfer portal. And he also returns Tavin Loven, who averaged 12.2 points a game a season ago. Quan Jackson at 10.8 points a game. Uh, Trey Jemison, the seven footer, seven points a game, seven boards, 2.1 blocks. And Michael Ertel. The, I mean, I really think this team is going to, is, is pretty loaded. Can they play together is the question. But I think, yeah, this team is, is loaded and ready for a Conference USA championship and ready for a March Madness run if they can get going together. It's up to Andy Kennedy's bunch, but this team, talent wise, I would say they're probably the most talented team in the in the whole conference. So keep an eye out on the Blazers as they make that transition to the AAC. But Andy Kennedy's bunch looking pretty damn good right now. Um next up you have the UTEP Miners and they hired Joe Golding uh, from Abilene Christian. Love that hire. Absolutely love that hire. And I think he's going to, I think he's going to make them uh, instantly better. Cause he gets, uh, well, they have Jamal uh Bien-Ami, that transfer from Oklahoma a couple years ago. He's mixed with uh solely boom. And he averaged 18.8 points a game a season ago. That is a pretty good backcourt. Also Keontae Kennedy, when you have the three guards putting up numbers like they do, I think that'll fit Golding style. And I think that'll be a problem. 
He also brought in Jamari Sibley from Georgetown. Didn't do great at Georgetown a season ago, but I do think he'll be able to fit in nicely in the, in the CUSA. And they, they returned Titus Verhoeven uh, who might start at the, at the, at the, the, the five spot for them. Uh, also Christian Agnew on the bench. I think he'll be a key, a key contributor. He brought in Oregon state transfer, Alfred Hollins, who averaged 3.7 points a game a season ago. I think that is a pretty good get as well. Now the, the depth is a huge concern. Absolutely huge concern. I don't know that the depth's there, but I, I think actually he's going to form a pretty good starting five. I think they will be middle of the pack this year, but watch them in years to come. There were 12 and 12 last year and eight and eight in the conference USA. But I think this could be starting five. If he just gets a little help from these Juco's, which he might have a better, he clearly has a better eye on than me. Maybe, maybe it's UTEP that uh, finds himself, you know, in the mix in the conference USA, the miners. All right. Uh, next we talk about the road runners. They're having an unbelievable year in football. The UTSA road runners really doing things. They are, they're coming up to the AAC as well, but in basketball, Steve Henson's bunch, you know, he's got his work cut out for him. I'll put it like that. Jacob Germany, their leading is their leading returning score. 10.3 points a game. Big man, six eleven, six boards. That guy can get it done. But other than that, a lot of, uh, I think the Darius McNeil transfer from SMU will really work out. I think he probably averaged double digits this year for the uh, Roadrunners. After that, you got Eric Kuzumbul, that the point guard spot that kind of unproven. Uh, Jordan Ivy Curry, that's a guy solid contributor a year ago. Same with Cedric Allen Jr. Those guys would, you know, form a uh, decent starting five on the bench. Got a couple Juco transfers and then a lot of freshmen. You don't have much depth. You got uh, Bowfinger and, and Phoenix Ford and, and Adrian Rodriguez. But uh, I expect this team to uh, to take some hits after uh, losing Jackson, uh, Javon Jackson and Keaton Wallace and, and Eric Parrish from a season ago. So I think the Roadrunners are going to f- settle towards the back in the CUSA. Last but not least, a team that every year I think is always in contention to win the CUSA, but they were actually a little disappointing for me last year. And I'm talking about my Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. Uh, ba- Charles Bass, he's gone. And I thought with him, I actually thought they were going to make a, a, a deep run. Tavion Hollinsworth's gone. Carson Williams gone. Um, now what does work out in their favor is Josh Anderson is back super senior because of the COVID rules. So I think mixing Josh Anderson with some key transfers, Rick Stansbury did a great job in the transfer portal of landing Keith Williams, who I like from Cincinnati, 14 points a game. I think he's going to be an instant impact player. Him and Anderson make a pretty darn good uh, backcourt with uh, Davion McKnight. Who's just, who was just a freshman a season ago. I like McKnight. I think he's going to improve. And then Jerry is Hamilton from Maryland. Yes. Just six and a half points a game at Maryland last year, but I think he's a talented player and I think he'll, he'll succeed in the, uh, or he'll thrive in the conference USA. And then the big one to me was Jalen butts from DePaul, 10 points a game, five boards in the big East. He's going to have, I think a big year in Bowling green, Kentucky with the Hilltoppers on the bench. You still got Luke Frampton, um, Isaiah Cozart and Jackson Harlan returning. Besides that, you got three Juco's and a bunch of freshmen and so, and Noah Stansbury. Um, I can't, the depth is concerning. 
starting five and Frampton six man rotation. I think you have a great six man rotation. Can you find some other players to, to add some depth for the Hilltoppers? That'll probably tell the tale, but I think they're contending for the championship yet again in the conference USA. So now I get to my pecking order. We have previewed all the teams in the CUSA. I think, you know, Vegas says UAB one. They're the, they're the heavy favorite. They, they have it as UAB one, La Tech two, Western Kentucky three, FAU four, ODU five, Southern Miss six, Charlotte seven, North Texas eight. I, I, I have it different. Um, I'll do. Uh, I'm still going to go UAB one. I just think they're too talented, but at two, I am going to take Western Kentucky at three. I'm going to go with the rice owls. I think rice is a player this year in, in the CUSA at four. I'm going to go with North Texas at five. I am going to go with Marshall at six UTEP at seven old dominion. I might even like old dominion more than Utah, but I think that injury is key. Uh, at eight, I will go Florida Atlantic nine Southern miss. I said a lot tech already, right? I said a lot tech. So let me get that straight. One UAB two Western Kentucky. Three, I'm gonna go with the Rice Owls. Plus five thousand guys. Uh four Louisiana Tech. Five Marshall. Six old six UTEP, seven old Dominion, eight Florida Atlantic, nine. Southern Miss. Ten. Let's go. Charlotte. Eleven. Who am I missing here? I feel like I'm missing a team. Southern Miss. Uh twelve. I will go. Give me. UTSA at 12, 13, middle Tennessee, 14, Florida international. All right. Heard it here first on the college basketball experience. Make sure you subscribe, check out all of our uh, episodes. We're previewing every single conference. Sometimes it's not just me and my dumb voice. You get to hear all other experts, (laughs) not all of them, but a lot. Uh, So check it out. Subscribe to the college basketball experience this year. We'll be breaking games down, handicapping games, uh, six days a week, preview pods, but I want to let you know for the past four years, we've been handicapping every single division one college basketball and college football game. Me, Patty CNC, Nick Terrell Fairman jr. Never had a losing season. We're going to give you all of that on the SGPN app. So get that app, subscribe to the college basketball experience and also subscribe to the college football experience because we cover college football year round. Talking UTSA, talking UTEP, having great years. Both those teams, FAU having a good year as well. Western Kentucky lighting it on fire that passing attack. And then UAB obviously with the, with their ground attack and good defense. Um, We, we got you covered. How about stock still? And then, and Murfreesboro, he's a beast. Um, So subscribe to both, check it out, get the app, 
All right, folks. This is the college football. Oh, I almost said college football experience. This is the college basketball experience, Conference USA style. You better start thinking about yours. And we have.